For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of EFS Today. This is your Tuesday, December 28th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I am joined by the one, the only, DJ Sammy Caps. How you doing today, buddy? Good. How you doing, Santino? It's nice to be back again. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. We just ended the um, Christmas weekend. We're getting into New Year's next weekend, uh, so things are pretty good. But uh, how about yourself? Good, man. Good. This year just it just flew by. I can't believe we're celebrating New Year's yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it flew by, came and went. I uh, we only have a couple days left of this calendar year. It's crazy. I know. This is this is the last Tuesday edition of the year. It's insane. That 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 is true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Friday is New Year's Eve. Oh wow, I didn't even think of that. Well, so our last episode of 2021. Right. That's insane. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, man. And we have a nice eight-game slate to cap our final Tuesday of 2021 off. Um, So I'm I'm looking forward to that. And without further ado, let's jump right into it, man. Uh, We don't have many spreads as of right now or many totals. Um, We only have two of the eight. First game on the docket, though, is the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Orlando Magic in Orlando. <clears throat> we have most of the injury reports. Uh, the Bucks only have Brooke Lopez on the injury report as out. Nothing else. Uh, the Magic have Cole Anthony, Mo Bamba, MCW, Fultz, Isaac, Etwan Moore, Michael Mulder, Chuma Okiki, Terrence Ross, and Jalen Suggs all out uh, for this one. We'll start with the Bucks, man. And what are you looking at on this side of the ball? Um, I'll be looking at Bobby Portis. Um, in the last four games, he posted two double-doubles and was close in the other two that he played as well. And since coming back from the COVID protocols, he hasn't really looked like he had any rust or that COVID even affected it affected him at all. Um, so I'll be looking to get him into my lineups as well, or at least try to. And DeMarcus Cousins, um, I was watching, I believe they played on Christmas, and he caught my eye. Um, he's getting high teens uh, to high 20s in minutes. So, I mean, that's kind of middle of the pack for minutes. But he's been close to a double-double. And even though he's been kind of all over the place, I think he'll get the most playing time against the Magic. Uh, just because I think if this game gets out of hand, they'll probably rest Giannis. Uh, probably their big three, honestly. Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday. And I think he might he might get some more playing time. And even with the high 20s, could definitely give some value. But what about you, Santino? What are you thinking? Yeah, um, I'm kind of leery of on playing anyone on this side of the ball, knowing that the Magic aren't great to start with, <clears throat> and knowing that they're also going to be missing Anthony, Bamba, 
uh, Suggs and Ross. That's three starters right there. And Cole Anthony Mobamba are the big ones. Um, I honestly don't know if this is going to stay competitive long enough. The, the spread, I'm assuming, is going to be 12 to 15 to 15 points, even though the Bucks are away. Uh, that's huge. If they were home, that'd be nearly 20 points, maybe more. Um, so I'm going to have a little reservation on playing anyone. <clears throat> though I don't mind. Like Giannis at 11.9 is a hefty price tag, but he can still put up 60 points in 25 minutes against this team. But I'm probably going to lean on not having too many people in tournaments or cash just because I don't know how close this game's going to gonna be. And I feel like a lot of people are going to chop up their minutes in this one. Uh, so I'm very leery of that. But uh, I'll see tomorrow. We don't know who's going to be in, who's going to be out on this protocol stuff. So uh, definitely going to keep an eye on that, and that might change by tomorrow. But um, jumping on to Orlando, man, what are you looking at over here? And and pretty much all of their their, their whole team is out. So uh, who do you like on this side? Yeah, no, I know this one. This was tough and I've, I've been trying to get some value for you guys. But I mean, like I said, it, it's hard to do. Um, but I picked out a couple guys. Um, I'm looking at RJ Hampton. He's been playing 30 more minutes and he's been scoring high in actual points. Um, he's had a couple rebounds, a couple assists as well. And then I'm also looking at Gary Harris, which is pretty much the same as Hampton. I mean, he's been getting. 30 more minutes, and he's been getting high actual points, like in the 20s, um, high teens, and he's been getting a couple rebounds, a couple assists. So with the Magic really missing, it seems like almost their whole team, I think these two would probably be your best bet for tonight's game. Yeah, I like Harris at 5K. Uh, he's been playing pretty solid. That's around where he's hitting. He's been value or higher in the last uh, five games at least 25 points last game being the least amount of points that he had. Uh, and that's still hitting value there. So I, I like Harris. <clears throat> I don't think the price tag still reflects what he's doing with everyone going. Uh, Wagner, Carter Jr., they're slightly more expensive than I want to pay, but they're going to play 40 minutes. So it's uh, you can still look at them. Um, but I think, like you mentioned, uh, Hampton, 3,200, makes some sense. Uh, Gravit at 3,600. The guy played 33 minutes in the last one. There's supposed to be no Cole Anthony again. Um at almost near bare minimum, the last three times this guy's played uh, at least 25 minutes, three of the last four, that, and all three of those didn't have Cole Anthony, he's put up over 21 fantasy points, so more value to be had here. Robin Lopez probably draws the start. Um, I know he hasn't played much since Wendell Carter Jr. came back, but they just have nobody. If he draws the start, that makes a lot of sense to at 4-3. Uh, those three... I would add Gravit Lopez to the two guys you mentioned, um, and maybe even Admiral Schofield, uh, another guy just to throw in there at 3,300. I mean, this entire team is out, out, so you can find some value here. Uh, we'll see what the starting lineup has to has to offer. <laughs> All right, man. We'll jump on to the next game of the night. We have the Washington Wizards at the Miami Heat. This one starts at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Um, we don't have a spread for this one either. But we do have an injury report. For the Heat, we have Bam, Deadman, Lowry, Markeith Morris, Victor Oladipo all out, and P.J. Tucker is questionable. For the Wizards, uh, Bradley Beal is questionable. Rui Hashimura is questionable. Um, Raul Nito, Aaron Holiday, Anthony Gill, KCP, and Thomas Bryant are all out for this one. I'll throw it on over to you. Uh, what are you looking at on the Wizards? And if Beal plays, uh, what changes for you? Well... If Beal plays, then I will not be 
inserting who I'm about to tell you guys, which is Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, I think he's been filling in nicely while Beal's been out. Uh, so I'll look, I would really be looking at Beal's status first before putting Dinwiddie in, um, especially because he's at 6,800. So that's almost 7K. And I'd rather have, obviously, Beal over Dinwiddie. But if Beal does sit, I would be trying to spend that 6,800 for Dinwiddie. Um, he's been, just because he's been getting almost 40 minutes a game, and he's been really stuffing the stat sheet uh, with 21, 21 points and 17 points in the last two games to go along with 12 assists. So he had a double-double in one of those games. And six, six assists. I'm sorry, guys. I can't talk. But uh, six assists in those two games. And then he had seven rebounds and three re- rebounds. So uh, he's been really putting putting the stats um, up there. And I think if Beal sits, then Dinwiddie will. He would be worth 68. If he was at 7,000, I would be looking elsewhere. But I think he could really help us out. Yeah, I like that. Um yeah, and I like the tongue twisters you had in there, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along with Dinwiddie, I, I'm looking at uh, Trez at 4800 His price tag really dropped. Uh, he's not playing a ton of minutes now. He's getting high teens to mid-20s in there. Uh, him and Gafford are really splitting time here. Um, but this is going to be a solid matchup. We have the starting center in Bam out, and then the backup center in Deadman out. P.J. Tucker, starting power forward, is questionable. Uh, so there's some opportunity in the front court for Hurrell and Gafford. I, I would prefer Hurrell as the uh, scoring option because he can score down there. And then Denny Advia, he's, as uh, again, these are both assuming that Bradley Beal doesn't play. Um, guy's been crushing it lately. In the last five games, he has nothing less than 25 fantasy points, and he's only 4,400, so... He's taken on a bigger playmaking role, as is Dinwiddie, uh, with Beal out. So if Beal does miss another game, I mean, I think that's just easy value to be had here as well. Um, if Beal does play, probably just going to leave it all alone, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll jump on over to the Heat, man. We saw Butler back in the last one. Now we don't have Lowry again. Uh, what are you looking at over here? Well, I'm between a couple guys. I'm between, between Tyler Hero and Caleb Martin. Uh, I think it's tough. Um, hero again is as much as Dinwiddie. He's at 6,800 and it's really looking like we're hoping he'll take Lowry's minutes. Um, where in Caleb Martin's situation, he's at 4,000. So he's almost 3000 less. And it seems like he's getting Lowry's minutes and he's been getting, taking advantage of those minutes as well as well. So I think I'll be putting Caleb Martin over Tyler Hero uh, in this matchup. But what do you think? Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's a it's a good good spot there. And and all these guys have been playing a lot of minutes without Butler and and everybody in the lineup lately. Uh, Strauss, Vincent, um, Martin just came back. Uh, where I'm looking, I like Yurtsevin. I just mentioned that both the starting center and backup center are out. Uh, this guy played started in the last one. He played 33 minutes, dropped almost 38 fantasy points. He's still under 5K, so I think that's very solid value here. Uh, they don't have much in the way of front court depth, especially if PGA Tucker doesn't play. Uh, so Yurtsevin's going to play as much as he can handle. Um, so I like that. Uh, Caleb Martin, you mentioned Martin. He's only 4K. He played. He came back in the last one uh, after a couple weeks off in the protocols, and he played 29 minutes. That that is a very solid. Uh, amount of minutes to play. He had almost 28 fantasy points, so 
solid value there. You mentioned Hero, too. I think, especially with the Lowry, he should be playing more. I know he got ejected in the last one, um, and I think that's a good, solid price tag at 6800 I'm I'm looking closely at Butler, but I'm probably going to pass and let him get a couple more games under his belt after missing so much time. All right, uh, we'll jump on over to the next game. The other game at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, we have the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Toronto Raptors. Uh, we don't have a spread for this one, but we have a lot of changing news on the injury report. Um, on the Sixers side, we have Andre Drummond, Danny Green, Shake Mill, and Ben Simmons all out on the Raptors. Um, Precious, OG, Scotty Barnes, uh, <clears throat> Isaac Bongo, Justin Champagne, Goran Dragic, Malachi Flynn, David Johnson, and Fred Van Vliet all out. Gary Trent Jr., Pascal Siakam, and Ken Burke all cleared protocols, and they are currently questionable. Uh, yes, I have, to, I have to get a drink of water after saying that entire list over there. Jeez. Um, but we'll start with the uh, the Sixers. We know who's in, who's out as of yet. We Again, uh, they just changed the rules for uh, six days after testing positive. Uh, the day you test positive or go on the health and safety protocols doesn't count. Six, seven days after that, or the seventh day after that, you can get back so things will be changing a little quicker but we know who's in who's out for the most part on this side of the ball um what are you looking at on these sixers yeah i'm i'm looking at seth curry and i'm looking at tyrese maxi um curry i know he has not been shooting well but he's been almost getting 40 minutes a game and it might be kind of silly to say but he's a curry i mean he's obviously not his brother's level but i mean I, they they know how to get out of a slump. So I, I look for him to get out of that funk and try to help his team against Toronto tonight. And then I'm really looking at Tyrese Maxey at 6,400. Um, it's only 100 under Curry, but he's been getting mid to high 30s in minutes, and he's had almost 30 points a game against Miami and had almost 20 points a game against Atlanta. And I, I he also had a couple rebounds and a couple assists. So I think as long as he gets the mid to high thirties in the minutes, I think he's, he's definitely a look at to put in their, in your lineups tonight. But what do you think about the 76ers? Yeah. And I, and I like, I really like Embiid. Uh, the only question I have is can who the guys that are questionable for Toronto, are they going to play? Can they keep this game competitive? Um, if they do play and how many minutes, because if this game is somewhat competitive, I, Embiid's in a smash spot. Uh, he's been playing really good lately, <clears throat> and I don't mind paying up for him. I, I prefer him to Giannis, who was just $200 uh, cheaper. Uh, so I'm going to keep an eye on that and see what Toronto's injury report comes. If they're starting uh, the entire backup team like they did in the last game, then uh, probably not going to have much exposure to anyone just because I don't think they'll, they'll have to run anyone into the ground in this one uh, playing against a bunch of backups if that's the case. But... Uh, yeah, I don't mind Seth Curry either or Tyrese Maxey. I think those are two fair price tags in this matchup. I just want to see how Toronto looks before I uh, invest on the other side of the ball because <laughs> it could very easily be uh, a blowout here. Uh, and now we will get to the other side of the ball. And I, I guess I was touching on it, so I'll just I'll take them. Um, okay. Yeah, we saw almost its exclusive backups in the last game. We saw uh, Banton, Svi, Wantanabe, uh, Boucher, all these guys start in the last one. DJ Wilson start in the last one. Um, and obviously none of them are accustomed to starting Boucher sometimes last year, but not this year. Uh, if Trent, we have to certainly see if Burke, Trent or Siakam are playing. Even if Burke plays, he might not start. He's missed a little over a month. 
so I don't expect him to get thrown right into the fire anyway. Um, <clears throat> but that's something to keep an eye on. Boucher does make some sense even against a an Embiid, um, especially if Siakam doesn't play. He's, he was pretty much the scorer. Wontanabe makes some sense even at 5-3. Uh, but if Trent plays, that might knock him down. There's a lot There's a lot to siphon through here. But uh, Banton, for me, 4K, he's going to start at point guard. Um, and I don't. I like going in that direction. But uh, Siakam, Trent Jr. are going to change if I if I look at Boucher or Wontanabe in this one. Um, outside of that, I think we can still we, – we know that Banton is, is the one guy for me that I, I can play regardless. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I'm really looking at DJ Wilson. <clears throat> I mean, he's 3,800, and he's only played one game this season, but he scored 15 points, had eight rebounds, and four assists with a block. So I think even though it's only one game, he was close to a double-double. So I think if he plays again tonight, which he's expected to, he's not on the injury report, I think he he can ha- at least have some minutes, especially if this game gets out of hand. Um, and at 3,800, I think that's a good value for him. All right, I like it. Um, all right, let's jump on over to that next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Rockets are on the back end of a back-to-back in this one. <clears throat> all right, and we do we do have an injury, or we do have a spread for this one, a 228 game total, and the Lakers are four and a half point road favorites. That's a big total. Um, the Rockets don't have an injury report yet, as we know, they are on the back end of a back-to-back. But we did see a couple people in and out for this one. Um, John Wall's obviously out. Jay Sean Tate, Garrison Matthews, KJ Martin, uh, DJ Augustine should all miss on health and safety protocols. Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. missed Monday, but they are uh, expected to give it a go on on this one. But we'll see. They might change things. Um, on the injury report for the Lakers, Ariza, Bazemore, AD, Nunn, Reeves, Rondo, all out, and LeBron is probable as always. I'll throw it over to you, man. Uh, what are you looking at on the Lakers side of the ball? Man, LeBron always probable, but he always plays. I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm definitely looking at Melo. Um, he's at 40 and 4,900. He's getting high minutes, and we pretty much know what we can get from him. Um, but the Phil AD's shoes, I'll be looking at Horton Tucker. He's at 5,800. And in, in the last two games, he's had 30 or more minutes and has played decently well. And like I said, I'll be taking a look at him while AD is out. Uh, but what do you think? Any Anyone else for the Lakers side? Yeah, I don't mind looking at LaProbable either. Um, 11-3. <laughs> and I just, I, I'm <laughs> surprised I haven't heard that many times. Maybe it's all over the place, but I haven't seen it. But um, LaProbable, obviously, he's probable every game, but he's playing. Um, <clears throat> and he's been awesome. Four of the last... Uh, three of the last four games, at least 60 fantasy points. He's only 11-3, and this matchup is uh, it's the Rockets. So I, I don't mind going up there. He's another guy I, I would spend up on. Um, I don't think he'll have a ton of ownership with some of the big names on this slate also. Um, yeah, and you, and you mentioned a guy, Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, Mello, two guys that should step in and fill in for a, the void that AD left. Um, Dwight Howard is another one. I don't mind at 4,600. Uh, he's only played. He His role is very hit or miss, but he might be needed for this since the Rockets do have a couple uh, big front court players like Christian Wood, Tice, Sengen on the bench. So he might be playing a little bit more. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much where I'm looking. I, I don't think we can, we need to dive, dive deep too much. 
uh, especially with everybody in and out of the, the lineup due to protocols right now for them. <clears throat> and then we'll jump on over to the Rocket side of the ball. Uh, who are you looking at over here? Um, I'll be trying to get in Jalen Green. I would definitely look at his status as he is questionable for tonight. Um, but he put up 20 actual points with 32 fantasy points, and he had a rebound and two assists and a block. Um, and he actually he played 25 minutes. So I think if he plays, this will definitely be a good game for him to get in. And I'm also looking at Eric Gordon. He's 5,500. He's getting mid-20s in minutes and scoring 27 and 31 fantasy points against the Lakers. So I look for him to get his minutes. But what about you? Who do you think for the Rockets side? Yeah, and um, I like Jalen Green at 4,700 if he does play, even if Kevin Porter Jr. plays. I think that's a very solid price tag for him to bring back value on. Uh, it's a little cheap for him. Um, and then I'm looking at who's going to take that that forward role. Uh, it could be Eric Gordon at 5,500, and he's going to see extra minutes. Uh, I saw David Nwaba start this game um, with everybody out, and there's a chance that he starts again. And at 3,400, if he does draw the start in this particular matchup, uh, the Lakers sometimes go small. We saw Melo, LeBron play some center the last couple games. Uh, David Nwaba at 3,400 makes a lot of sense to me. I know he's had success in the past, uh, so that's a guy I'm going to be looking at. I think we can leave Christopher and Brooks out, assuming that Green and Porter Jr. are back. Um, so that's where I'm going to uh, mainly look at this one. Uh, with with you on Jalen Green and, and giving Nwaba a nice look, and Eric Gordon potentially if he starts as well, but um, mainly the first two. All right, jumping on over to the next game of the night, we have the New York Knicks taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Wolves are also on the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, we don't have a spread for this one, but we do have an injury report. Um, and we have for the Knicks, um, Jericho Sims, Derek Rose, Nerlens Noel, Miles McBride, Daniel House, all out. Uh, on the Wolves, we have, they're listing everyone as available for some reason on the official injury report, but that can't be correct. Uh, we know Patrick Beverly cleared protocol, so he might be back. Um, Torian Prince, Nas Reed, D'Lo, Towns, they should all be out. Edwards still hasn't cleared yet, so he's we're going to consider him questionable. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is getting close, but we'll consider him questionable. Uh, and I think Kogi is uh, good to go. So it's weird they have everybody as in, but I don't know, or available, but not not everybody's off the list. And Torian <laughs> Prince should be out too. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. Uh, that's, that's a clerical error, I'm assuming. They shouldn't have he- – their injury report shouldn't even be sent in today because – or for tomorrow's game because they're playing today. But, uh, yeah, we'll go with a clerical error on that one, and I'll throw it over to you, man. What are you looking at on the Knicks side of the ball? Really, I I could be putting shaders on, but I'm really only looking at Kemba Walker, (laughs) honestly. Um, He's still under 7K. I mean, he's right at that mark, 6,900. But he's playing like his all-star level self again. I mean, on Christmas, he had a triple-double and had 45-and-a-half fantasy points. So while while he's still in the 6,900, 7,000 range, I'm going to be trying to put put him in my lineups. Um, but do you have anybody else? I'm, I I hate that. I only have Kemba, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a tough, tough team to, to look at. And Kemba, he's been playing phenomenal. I am curious to see if it was that month off, pretty much, that he was benched that got him rejuvenated, the benching. That got him rejuvenated. The 
extra minutes he has to see with everybody out. Um, I'm curious to see if it's going to keep going, especially now that most of the guys are coming back. But the way he's been playing, I can't see how Tibbs can not continue to play him. Maybe not at 40 minutes per game on average the last four, uh, but 34 to 33, see if his knees can cooperate, especially with Derrick Rose out. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm with you. I I don't mind taking another chance at him under 7K. He's just been crushing it. Even when his shot uh, didn't fall, like in the last one, three of 12, he had 12 assists and 10 rebounds to to boot. So uh, value is continually to be had there. And outside of that, um, yeah, I think Mitch Robinson at 4,900 makes a little sense. The entire We have no Nas Reed, no Carl Anthony Towns on the other side of the ball, so a bunch of backups in the front court. No Jer- Jared Vanderbilt, who was their starting power forward. Uh, no Torian Prince. Um, Mitch Robb, if, if you if you want to get paid or, or get an offense to run through you, I know he's complaining about it. Uh, now is your time to show a reason why. So I, I'll look to him. Uh, if he can't do it, Obi Toppin at 3,600. I don't mind looking at his way as well. Um, but yeah, that, those are the two guys I'm looking at outside of Kemba. Um, Julius Randall at 10, five interests me, but I don't know if I want to pull the trigger there just cause he's not been playing like the Randall that we saw, uh, last year, but we'll jump on over to the other side of the ball. I will just assume that everybody that was out is out and Edwards and Beverly could be back because, uh, there, I know Beverly cleared Edwards. They didn't say officially, uh, cleared it yet but who are you looking at uh, on this side of the ball yeah um i just looked up edwards and like you said it it says it will remain out for monday's game so i guess we'll have to see if he's will actually be out for tonight's game um but if he is i'm looking at Jaden mcdaniels he's at 4800 um he's been getting 30 more minutes he's been close to a double double in two out of the last three games and almost posted a triple double in the last game uh, so I, th- I think especially with Anthony Edwards out, McDaniels is a great fill-in, and he's under 5K. Um, and I'll also be looking at Malik Beasley. He's at 5,400. And I'll be talking about him a little bit later um, in our player tiers, but he's been he's been really balling in the last two games. And I think against, uh, against the Knicks, I think he could have another good game. Um, and I, I think he's worth the price tag as well. But what do you think about the T-Wolves? Yeah, I don't, especially if Edwards doesn't play, I, I can't see a, like, Malik Beasley shouldn't be 5-4 right now. Uh, that's still incredibly cheap for, for this guy. Um, I think value is bare minimum if Edwards doesn't play. And even if Edwards does play, uh, 5-4, especially without Russell, with no Towns, uh, no Vanderbilt, that's three other starters that they have to play. Possibly no Beverly, but I think Beverly plays, but... Um, be- Beasley makes a lot of sense to me. If Beverly plays and his conditioning is good to go, five four, he'll he could flirt with uh, a triple double, a low end, very low end triple double. I don't think he'll get it, but he can get seven rebounds, seven assists, seven points, uh, bring back thirty plus fantasy points here too. So five four for him makes a lot of sense. You mentioned McDaniel's forty eight, not a bad price tag. Um, Nathan Knight just drew the start in the last one, and he is only thirty two hundred. And again, makes a ton of sense in this one. Uh, you're looking at the lineup. Who else are they going to start at center? They they really don't have another center unless they want to call up like a Greg Monroe or Chris Silva. Um, those are probably the only two that you look at right now. And I'm not really going to go too heavy on that. But um, 
Nathan Knight, he played a ton of minutes tonight's game. Uh, 29 minutes, had 20 points, 11 boards, 4 assists, and he's only 3,200. I, I think he's going to see a ton of lineups in this one as well. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm looking at for the most part. And I think we can jump on over to the next game. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. Another doozy of an injury report. Uh, this one starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We don't have a spread for this one. Um, but the injury report, bear with me. It's it's going to be another long one. Uh, we have Jared Allen, Ed Davis, Evan Mobley, Jedi Osman, uh, Colin Sexton, Lamar Stevens, Dylan Windler, all out. Isaac Okoro as questionable for the Cavs. On the Pelicans, we have Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jose Alvarado, uh, Kyra Lewis Jr., Didi Lozada, uh, Najee Marshall, Zion Williamson, all out. Josh Hart is questionable. Brandon Ingram is doubtful. Jonas Valachunas as probable. Whew. All right, man. Um, <laughs> on the Cavs side of the ball, what are you looking at over here? Well, a little side note. I don't know about you, Santino, or what our listeners think, but with with the commission saying he's not going to shut down the NBA this season, we we got to see. I don't know. It's It's getting out of hand, I think. We have you just rattled off another long list. But like I said, on the that was just a side note here. But on the Cavs side, I'm looking at Darius Garland. Um, he's a little he's his regular price tag, ninety nine hundred, but he's gotten forty minutes and scored twenty eight points and has gotten I'm sorry, hand. He had gotten forty minutes in the game and scored twenty eight points and had also gotten twenty nine minutes and scored twenty two points. So that's a big difference, and it's only six point difference. So I think even though he is a little inconsistent, I would still be taking a look at him because if he gets low 20s or if he gets mid 30s, I think he could still have the same type of game and he might be worth his price tag with everybody out. Um, And I'm also looking at marketing at 5,900. He had 22 minutes and had 20 points in his last game and almost scored scored a point a minute is pretty much how it came out to be. Um, and he had seven rebounds and I think he can at least get 25 minutes in this one and possibly have almost the same stat line, uh, in this game. But what are you thinking, Santino? Yeah, and I like that. Um, for me, I I don't really want to attack. I I think the matchup is great. Uh, I, I do think everybody's price tag is right where they, they should be. Garland shouldn't be too much lower. Uh, he's been awesome. Kevin Love price tag jumped up now that he's starting in the front courts out. Marketing starting at power forward, uh, 6K. That's close to where he was. Even even though in the last game he put up 20 and 7, he doesn't do much else. Uh, so he only put up only 32 fantasy points. So I don't see a ton of upside there for him either. I think the I think all the price tags are are fairly solid. Um, though looking continuing to go down, Isaac Okoro, if he's ready and his conditioning is good to go, uh, and he's ready to play 30 plus minutes. This guy was on fire four four games before. Uh, leaving 16 points or higher actual points. Uh, he was starting to play solid offensively for the first time in possibly his, his year and a half of his career so far. Uh, so that's where I'd be looking at. Uh, if he's not ready to go, Dean Wade is starting playing like 30 minutes close to that. Uh, that makes some sense to me too under uh, 4K. So uh, I'm looking at value on this side. And I think a lot of the other guys are priced appropriately, appropriately in my opinion. Uh, so I won't have too much exposure there. Um, but I'll jump on over to the other side of the ball, man. Uh, what are you looking at on the Pelicans? Um, I'm really only looking at Garrett Temple. He's at 3,600, and I think he could be a good value play for tonight's games. 
Uh, he's inconsistent, but he's had 35 minutes and scored 22 points in the last game. And I think I would take a look at him, but I wouldn't force him into my lineups. Um, but who else are you looking at? Yeah. And um, I'm curious to see if Josh Hart plays, because if he does, uh, there's a lot of offense to go around. Brandon Ingram shouldn't play in this one. Uh, Jay Val should look a bit nicer, and but he's almost 10K, so I don't want to jump up there. Uh, but Josh Hart, even at 7-3, this guy's been playing awesome uh, all around so far this year. Uh, without Ingram, I don't. I think that price tag is still reasonable. Um, he just showed in the last game when he dropped 29 actual points. He has, and he has three straight games of over 20 actual points. I think the rebounds are always there. Uh, more playmaking responsibilities, especially on the entire year, or especially without Ingram, uh, makes some sense for me. Um, I mentioned Temple. They love Temple here, so he's he's he should play a lot, especially without Brandon Ingram in this one. Uh, 3600 makes him a, a solid value play as well. And um, Devontae Graham, another guy who should step up and have a lot of shots here at 6K. I don't mind it. Uh, I don't think the upside is huge, but he could easily go for over 20 actual points with the amount of shot attempts that he's looking at, even against a tough defense. All right, we have two games left, man. Um, And before we say these last two games, I want everybody to know that we have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app. or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the night uh, and the biggest games. Pick player props on the night of the biggest games. Uh, score points when those players hit the, their props, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. It is an awesome site, and again, it is Thrive Fantasy. And you can enter the promo code ethos at thrivefantasy.com or the Thrive Fantasy mobile app. All right, man. Last two games of the night. We have Denver Nuggets taking on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, battle of last year's MVP against this year's front runner as of right now. We don't have a, we don't have a spread for this one, but we do have an injury report. Uh, on the Nuggets, we have PJ Dozier, Marcus Howard, Jamal Murray. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. all out. Monte Morris probable. Aaron Gordon, Bull Bull, questionable. On the Warriors, we have Draymond, Damian Lee, Moses Moody, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, James Wiseman all out. Andre Iguodala as probable. Um, I did hear that. Hmm, that's weird. I heard today that Jordan Poole cleared the protocols, but Andrew Wiggins didn't. Uh, they have Poole listed out here on the official injury report, but not Wiggins. So, uh, I'm going to keep hmm. that in mind. I'm not sure what's going on tonight with the official injury reports, but maybe I heard wrong. Uh, let's see. Nope, <laughs> they have Air- Andrew Wiggins available to play, but I, I thought I saw Poole cleared it too. Nope, he's listed it out. Maybe I saw the wrong thing or they changed that up. Um, that This injury report's right. The Wolves is weird. But we'll start with the the, the Nuggets, man. Uh, what are you looking at on this side of the ball? Um, I'm definitely looking at Monte Morris. Uh I'm checking his status first, obviously, Um, but he's not missed a game yet this season. Nice little side note there. And he's averaged 13 points with 4.3 assists and three rebounds a game. And I and I am going to look for him to get some value in this game as well. And I'm also looking at Austin Rivers. He's 3,700. He's been getting some high minutes and can produce with them as well. I, I think if he breaks 30 minutes again or gets the high minutes again, I think he could have a decent game. Um. 
definitely against a tough Warriors team. Uh, so Rivers, I w- would not be forcing him, but I'll be taking a look with him as well. What do you think? Yeah, and uh, this is the one where I don't know if I want to go to. Uh, we're, we're talking about Jokic at 12-4, super expensive, super reliable. But uh, against the Warriors, even without Draymond, it's still a tough, tough matchup. So something to keep an eye on. But without Draymond, it does boost him. Um, though I think we have a couple other options in that high price range that I like to uh, that I already mentioned. Um, yeah, I don't mind Morris. I, I don't know if I'll get too much exposure to him with this matchup. Uh, but you mentioned River, Rivers, and there's also Bones. Uh, those two guys, I don't mind taking stabs at very cheap in this particular matchup. Uh, and then if Aaron Gordon doesn't play, there's a an opportunity for another person, one of the, the greens to start. Uh, and both of them are under 4K, so both options to take a look at here. Uh, but I, I don't really want to have too much exposure on this side of the ball, uh, likewise. Um, jumping on over to the Warriors, man. What are you looking at over here? I'm only really looking at Porter, Otto Porter Jr. Um, he had 34 and a half fantasy points on Christmas day. Uh, he had 19 actual points with six rebounds and three assists and whichever injury reports, right. I don't know what they're going to put out there for tomorrow, but I think if Wiggins is out again, I will definitely be putting Porter into my lineups. Uh, but what do you think? Yeah, I think Porter makes a lot of sense. Even, uh, they have. Wiggins listed in and they have pool listed out, um, but there's no Draymond. So there's still a, a spot in the starting lineup that Porter jr. Uh, or minutes even to, to fill and Porter jr. Has been playing really solid three straight games of at least 29 minutes, uh, 29, 29 and 30 in the last three. And they all coincidentally coincide with over 31 fantasy points. So I, I'm with you there. I like Porter jr. Um, and Gary Payton jr. At just five K he's starting uh, with Pool out again and Draymond now out, I think he should start again. And he's been playing really solid lately. Um, the last four games, at least 25 fantasy points, and he's just 5K. So there's still value to be had there, even though his price tag is jumping up a little bit. Um, yeah, and that, that's where I'm, I'm looking at for the most part. Um, right with you. All right. We're going to jump on over to the last game of the night. We have the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Sacramento Kings. We do have a uh, spread for this one, a 218 game total, and the Kings are four-and-a-half-point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Darius Baisley, uh, Trey Mann, Pokemon, James Robinson Earl, all out. Aaron Wiggins is back and available. Uh, and on the Kings, we just have Davion Mitchell and uh, out and Alex Lynn as questionable. All right, man, jumping on over or to the Oklahoma City Thunder side of the ball. What are you looking at over here? Um, I'm only really looking at Dort and Aaron Wiggins. Um, start with Dort. He had 13 points, two boards, and one assist in the last game. And I think he could have a decent game against the Kings. Um, but Wiggins, Dort is also at 5,500, if I didn't mention that. And Wiggins is at 3,400. And like you mentioned, he is back. And he had 24 points with six assists. So he was closer to a double-double. And he had 33 fantasy points as opposed to Dirt had 24 and a half fantasy points. Um, I know they're two different positions. But if I had to pick between the two, I would definitely be picking Aaron Wiggins over Dort. Uh, but what do, you, what do you think for tonight? Yeah, and it's a tough one because they're missing a couple of their front court guys. But we won't know the starting lineup until later on in the day. And we don't know who's going to be in and who's going to be out on the protocols. Uh, Baisley got put in there on Sunday and then 
today. Robinson Earl, Pokemon, Treyman all went there. Uh, so it's, I think it's still up in the air, honestly, to who to put in, who to put out on this side of the ball because uh, anybody tomorrow or even later uh, or during the day up until game time could be added onto that list. But without that, I think Shy 9,500, uh, he's been playing phenomenal lately, and this is a matchup that he can easily take advantage of. The Kings just bleed points to opposing backcourts. Um, so I really like Shy here at 95. I don't mind spending up for him. But the only bad news is he could potentially, if you put him in your lineup early and then he gets added to the health and safety protocols late, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Um, but outside of that, Kenrick Williams might find himself in the starting lineup. Uh, we don't know. You mentioned Aaron Wiggins. Love that price tag at 3400 um, and then this team needs a new center. It could be Isaiah Roby. It could be Derek Favors. It could be Mike Muscala. It could be all three of them. Um, but I'm interested to see who gets that starting job, and I don't mind taking a chance on any of those three in that order, Roby, Favors, Muscala. Uh, someone's going to have to start. They, don't, they need a new front court with Baisley out and James Robinson Earl out. Um, but I'm with you. I like. I really like the, the Wiggins at 3,400. Right, uh, jumping on over to the last team of the night. Man, what are you looking at on Sacramento side? Yeah, um, I'm looking at Harrison Barnes. He had almost 30 fantasy points in his last game. 12 points, 7 boards, 3 assists. Um, I think he could definitely help him tonight. And he's at 7,100, so he's in the mid-range. But I think he, he can give you some value back for that price tag. And I'm also looking at your guy Tyrese Halliburton. Um, he had 18 points, five boards, seven assists in their last game. And two games ago, he actually double doubled with 22 points and 13 assists. So I think against the thunder, he could have a similar stat. I don't know if he'll actually post another double double, but I think if he doesn't, it'll, it'll be close. He'll have at least another, maybe 10 to 15 points. And he might have 10 assists, maybe nine assists, but those are the two guys that I'm looking at. But how about you? What are you looking at? Yeah, and I'm I'm just looking at one guy. Uh, a lot of these guys, I, I love Halliburton. Now that Fox is back, now that everyone's back, uh, their price tags are reflecting a little bit. They're they're a little inflated with everybody back in the lineup to me, so I don't really want to have much exposure. Uh, but Rashawn Holmes, he's come back after missing uh, about two weeks. He's only played 30 minutes combined in those two games and shot two of six, seven from the field. Uh, so two duds. But at 5,600, I'm inclined to take another shot at him at in, um, tournament options because especially against this front court, he should be able to feast as long as he's going to play a certain amount of minutes. Uh, I don't know why he only played 13 in the last one. I mean, he did have five fouls, and they did get blown out, so I guess they didn't have a need to rush him back in. Uh, but second game back, I would have hoped that they played him a little bit more just to shake off the rust. But I think this is the game where they he does shake off the rust at 5,600. That's entirely too cheap. Uh, especially in this matchup, missing two guys who've been starting all year for them in the front court. Uh, so give me some Rashawn Holmes and everybody else. I'm going to give it a couple games to see their price tags reflect where they should be. Um, all right, man, that does it for our eight-game slate. And before we head on out of here, do you want to go over uh, your favorite plays of the night? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'm what down. is your favorite high price play of the night? So um, anyone over AK? Yeah, I will be looking at SGA, 9,500. Um, I think he'll be a great play against the Kings. Um, he has 45, 45 or more fantasy points in the last three games. So I think he's definitely a lock in this one. All right, I like it. Uh, for me, spending up, 
I'm going to go with LeBron or LeProbable James. Uh, 11-3. The guy's just been on fire lately. Uh, three of the last four games, over 60 fantasy points. And now he's taking on the Rockets. Uh, I expect that to continue again on this one. All right. Uh, how about your favorite mid-tier play of the night? Yeah, I think you know who I'm going to say. But as long as he's under 7K, I'm looking at my boy Kemba Walker. I think he could... Uh, he could cash in. We can cash in tonight with him being under 7K. Right. I like it. And um, I'm going to go with Malik Beasley. It just makes a lot of sense, especially if um, we don't see Edwards in the lineup again. 5-4 is just entirely too cheap for a guy who's going to be taking around four, uh, 20 shots in this one or plus. So sign me up for him one more time. And then we will do your our favorite um, value plays in the night. Man, you took my value play. I mean, Beasley might have been a little high, but I still had him there. But I will be then going with uh, Otto Porter Jr., 4,900. He's been logging 30 minutes in the last three games. And with Wiggins or Poole in or out, I think he could have a good game. And I like it. And I'll take uh, Delano Banton one more time at 4K. He played 24 minutes in his first game in over almost two weeks in the last one. Only shot three of 12 from the field. Uh, but this team, the, the Raptors have no other guards right now, and and Gary, except possibly Gary Trent Jr. Even then, he might still start. Uh, I'll take another shot at him at just 4K. All right, awesome man. Yeah, that does it for our player tiers now. And before we head on out here, is there anything else that you want to uh, add? No, I think I'm good. I had a great year this year, guys, and thank you for everything. And happy New Year, guys. I'll see you in 22. <laughs> awesome, we love it. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. You heard it here. Take care. Have a great 2022, um, and we will catch you again tomorrow. We will catch you again next time. Myself and DJ Sammy Caps catch you. It will be the following year, which is going to be exciting. All right. (laughs) Take care. Have a good night. Peace out, guys. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.